0: What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. What's up, guys? Welcome back to After Hour Tea. Um, Not much to talk about this week, but I figured I'd come on here um, and kind of give you all the, the tea and drama that I found this week. So let's get into it. So today we're going to start with orange county um there was um kind of a big feud that was going on um, via social media after kelly was on um, watch what happens live last week um, so it started with kelly basically accusing bronwyn that of faking her sobriety um so what she said on the uh show the watch what happens live show uh, she said i think that her whole sobriety thing is contrived and i think it's fake I don't think that she had seven kids so she could not drink, and I know her well enough that this was a pre-plotted thing that she wanted to do to get on the show. Um, She wanted to get her own show. Her talent agent told her to stop drinking. It's all contrived. I don't believe that she is a real alcoholic. No. You'll see it after on the end of the show what happens. It's really good. All right, so that's what Kelly said. (laughs) Um, And then basically... um, Uh, I guess like a fan had asked Bronwyn to share her thoughts on Kelly's claim um, that she had faked the whole alcoholism thing. Um, This was on Instagram. Um, Bronwyn went on to say, I've learned through others that when people have a hard time with me being sober, it's more about their own issue. Were people in my life telling me to clean up my act? Hell yeah. I was blackout drinking most days. Did I get sober for the show? Maybe. I knew we were filming soon and I was scared to have what happened the year before. I don't remember some of the scenes. Is there a doubt in anyone's mind who knows me? I'm an alcoholic. No. It's low, but she's pretty vile and cruel, so it's not unexpected. Okay, and then there's a little, um, in response to that, Kelly also went on Twitter and I guess she, like, took a screenshot of that and responded. Um, And she said, more lies. The truth is coming. You are Tamra 2.0 with your manufactured storylines. You'll be exposed soon. Vile and cruel? Look at your ET interviews. Hashtag pathetic. Um, Oh my god, guys. (laughs) I think this whole thing is kind of stupid to begin with. Um, I don't think Bronwyn... um, I, I don't think that she's making up the whole sobriety thing. I do think that it is a huge reason why she is on the show because other than that i mean there's nothing really that she could discuss on the show because it's either about her kids and what they're going through or her sobriety and her and her you know and her marriage so i don't know i mean i guess she could have talked more about just her marriage you know but it sounds like her marriage is affected greatly by her alcoholism so i don't know it's it's really hard to say like that she you know manufactured this storyline i don't believe that um, however, I do feel like her her storyline per se is amped up um, for the show, obviously, so that she could stay on. Um, because otherwise, I mean, guys, I've said this before. I don't really feel like this was her year to come back. Going on, um, and I I didn't really think that it was um, it helped to be on a reality show. I mean, it's just because now all these people are coming after her, and she's already in a fragile state just because of her sobriety. You know. Bronwyn also went on to say, and this is on Twitter, uh, she said, "If if I was going to do something just for our storyline, I would have picked something easier. Being sober in this toxic environment ain't easy. To have someone diminish diminish the struggle is low. I've been blessed to have support and have been working a program. If you need if you need help, it works. Um. Yeah, but see, this is the thing, guys. Like, I just don't feel like." So even if this is what she's going through, I don't feel like she needs to justify it at all then. Um, And it just, um, I don't don't know, because um, let's be honest, like, this isn't that toxic. I mean, (laughs) like, it's, I don't know. If you're saying that it's a toxic environment, then why are you coming on the show? Um, It's just so stupid to me, like... You know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because on one hand, I want to feel bad for Bronwyn and I'm like, I want to back her up. But then on the other hand, I'm just like, okay, well, why are you calling it a toxic environment? And then you're just, you're, you're on the show. It's just stupid to me. Um, Obviously she needed the show for something. So um, her coming back was just, you know, a no brainer. She just had to figure out, you know, what was she was going to put on there. I'm not saying she fabricated this whole thing, but I'm saying like, This whole her whole return was obviously a plan and she had to figure out what she was going to, you know, talk about. And maybe this was the year to do it. All right. So moving on from Orange County, I did find a little um, interview with Meredith Marks. So we're talking about Salt Lake City now. Um, So I found this interview with Meredith Marks from People. um, And she was kind of saying that she was like in a dark space uh, with her husband, Seth, before um, separating. Um, So this is what she said to people. She said, um, neither of us thought our marriage was going to make it. I think we both sort of had this feeling that when the kids left for college, we'd give it one last shot and that would be that. There were points when we didn't even want to give it one last shot. It was intense and volatile. Um, We were really headed in a dark space and we had begun to grow apart over the years. Um, She also said that it wasn't until she and Seth told um, their children about the separation, and began seeing a marriage counselor, that they then decided to try and start over. Uh, She said, we were really trying to start, Oh, we were really starting to work through things with a marriage counselor to see if there was something worth saving. We agreed that we do need room, we do need to live separately, but there's hope and let's see if we can make it happen. Um, I'm so rooting for them. I don't know what it is about this couple, but I just love them together. Um, if you watched my Salt Lake City reaction, you'll know that that's pretty much all I talked about. This last week was um, Seth and Meredith. Um, I think, from what I can see, um, I think the biggest issue here is a lack of communication, as well as um, not someone needs to make a compromise. And um, it might be more complicated than that, but that's just from what I can see. That's that's two of the biggest issues. Um, but the love is there. I definitely see the love. Um, the hurt in Seth's eyes when he said, you know, like, I don't want to lose you. I really felt that and I really, I'm rooting for them because they've been together for so long and I know they can make it work um, because they don't have anything in the way. Um, no kids, no, nobody, nobody's cheated on one another as far as I know. So I know they can make it through. They just need to, um, they need to regroup and they need to take their time and separate from each other. So I hope that everything has gone well um, since filming has wrapped. Okay, so we're going to move on to Atlanta. That's going to be our last one today. Um this particular tea that I found is not technically drama tea, but it was just interesting and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um so um Kenya Moore, uh Queen Kenya Moore uh, was on a um was on the Wendy Williams show uh last week and she was doing a round of the hot seat. I've never um uh, personally watched the Wendy Williams show, but um I guess the hot seat is like where you're asked um like questions in a certain route. It's kind of like um, uh, Plead the Fifth, I guess, on Watch What Happens Live, if you're familiar with that. Um, and Kenya revealed that she once went on a date with Kanye West. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I mean, she said it, so uh, she said that uh, she was recalling spending an evening with um, Kanye sometime before their respective marriages to Mark and uh, Kim Kardashian, obviously. Um, Kenya said, quote, This uh, that was a disaster. Um, Somehow we ended up going to his house and there was like some very explicit things on TV. Um, She also told Wendy that um, for like five minutes, um, she began wandering around his house in hopes of finding him. (laughs) Uh, She said, when I followed the noises, he was watching something on TV that he probably shouldn't have been. So that was my exit. As much as I love him, it was just the craziest thing. Um, So I just thought that was interesting. Um, I don't really have a comment on that, but... um, I don't know if that's real or whatever, but um, (laughs) I just thought that was weird. So I did find another article um, about... uh, So Cynthia uh, was kind of revealing how she felt about Nini skipping her wedding. And then she also admits um, that she didn't really appreciate Giselle from Potomac calling her wedding chaos. Um, And... um, (laughs) So anyways, I'll read the article to you guys. So basically... um, uh if you didn't know if you're not on social media for some odd reason um in October uh Cynthia and Mike did end up tying their tying the knot and uh getting married after dating for more than 2 years. Um and Cynthia invited her friends and her family, but uh she said that there was one person she would have loved to see at her wedding and that was obviously Nini. Uh, She told this uh, she was telling us weekly. I did invite her to the wedding. She didn't come. And, you know, that's just pretty much where it is. I respect it. She was one of the first to meet Mike. Mike and I had a conversation about that. And we just said, you know what, it just doesn't feel right not to invite her Uh, because she was around during the early stages. When I met my husband, it just would have been nice to see her and Greg. Um, But again, there's no pressure. I'm not forcing anything. I am fine where we are in our nice little respective place. I just do things that make me feel good. And um, uh, however the person responds, I'm fine with it. I receive it. Um, So that's how she felt about the whole Nini thing. Um, But, so Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac, she did attend. And she had um, a lot to say about the wedding during uh, an appearance on Watch What Happens (laughs) Live with Andy. Um, she said that she left early because people started taking off their masks. Um, and she said, in quote, in the beginning when it first started, absolutely everybody had either a shield or a mask on. But then people started eating and drinking. And that's when I sh- and that's when it was chaos a little bit. I actually left before the toast happened. I left because people started taking their masks off. I just felt very nervous. I just had to go back to my hotel and do some things. Um, And uh, so Cynthia responded to that and said, I didn't really appreciate that. Uh, And this is Bailey telling um, The Insider, which is like a paparazzi magazine shit. She said another thing that we did for our guests um, was we gave them transparency. We told them how many people were coming. We told them all the safety precautions that we had in place. So, you know, she was not walking into a situation blindly. Um, Here we go. She was supplied a mask. I don't know if she ever really put it on, but she was supplied one. And we did everything on our end to enforce enforce the rules and regulations, and she had her shield on the whole time. Um, we weren't holding people to stay at the wedding if they didn't feel comfortable, so at any point where anyone felt uncomfortable, they could leave. Why stay and be uncomfortable? Um, Cynthia was basically saying that they, you know, they took every precaution, including handing out the masks and facials to every guest that came and claimed that no one was infected at the wedding. Um, She said it was a success. We had all our friends and family there and praise God there was no positive results of COVID as a result of our wedding. Um, So I guess there was a lot of photos that were being taken and circulating on social media that implied that the rules were not being followed. Uh, But Cynthia basically just shut that down, made it clear that her guests were following all the COVID uh, protocol, she said, um, one of the things that we didn't think about was was a lot, oh wait, sorry, one of the things that we didn't think about was a lot of our guests, whenever they took photos, they wanted to take the mask off for of the picture and then put it back on. So a lot of the photos that ended up being out on the internet don't show them with masks. We got a lot of pushback because of that. Um, well, it sounds, from what it sounds like, I mean, they did it fine. I mean, you guys have to remember they're in Atlanta, so um, I, I don't I don't know if Atlanta is the same as California or what, what's going on over there, but if they took the necessary precautions and they did it, then they then it's fine. Um, as far as Giselle goes, I mean. Guys, I have to say, I, most of the pictures I saw, I didn't see anybody with masks on. I saw face shields. And I just have to say, the face shields are not as effective as the masks. And that's just a, a fact that you can look up. Um, you know, the, it's an extra protection, but it's not a, it, it doesn't replace the mask at all. And so, you know, for someone to say, like, I didn't feel safe, but that yet they had a face shield on the whole time, I mean, you should put on an N95 or whatever that's, like, recommended by the CDC if you're that nervous about it. Don't wear a cloth mask. Don't wear one of those paper ones, whatever, just wear the ones that the CDC were, you know, if that's how you're going to be. I mean, I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to say like you need to wear this cause it's going to prevent COVID. But I'm just saying if you're one of those people who's super extra nervous and cautious, then I would strictly follow the CDC. I would just not go that that's point blank. I would just wouldn't go if you're that nervous about it. Um, I don't think this is a crazy issue, but um, yeah, I, it just seems kind of odd to me. And finally, I'm going to close out with one last article for Atlanta. Um, so Cynthia and Candy are sharing some details about the stripper drama that went down at um, Cynthia's bachelorette party, which will play out later in the future episodes of the current season. Um, So Cynthia, this is uh, Us Weekly again, Um, Cynthia said the question is, what doesn't go down at the bachelorette party? A lot goes down at the bachelorette party, and you know, it was like levels to the party. Um, We had a great time, and I think some of my crew even enjoyed my bachelorette party more than I did, although it was for me. Uh, Let's just leave it right there. We set out to have a good time. Candy did a great job throwing the bachelorette party like I was not disappointed in any way and entertained to the fullest. Uh, and then Candy kind of echoed those statements, uh, just saying that it was the most fun ever and um, and that it was because uh, Candy was in charge. <laughs> um, Candy said, I was given the job to put, it, put together this bachelorette party and you know, if it's my job, I'm going to make sure it's the best bachelorette party it could ever be. And that's what I did. I delivered. And if people had a good time, then that's what happened. Um, Cynthia also commented on that and said it was a complete surprise to me, the party. I didn't know I was getting a bachelorette party. So when I came downstairs and saw all my cast dressed as strippers, I was like, oh shit, I'm getting a bachelorette party. Um, and Cynthia said that she doesn't regret any of her party choices, but noted that some of her co-stars may feel differently. (laughs) Shade. Okay, so um, Cynthia went on and said, all I can tell you is I'm not going to get into trouble because I enjoyed the party. I had a great time and then I tapped out and went to bed at a certain time. So I'm not responsible for anyone else. You know, these are grown women. They have their own lives and they can do whatever they want to do. And for me, it's no judgment. Um, Candy, however, um, (laughs) she did enjoy hearing about the drama when she woke up the next day. Um, She said, oh, I was like, Where's my teacup? I'm ready for all the tea. I'm drinking all the tea with extra sugar and cream. <laughs> I was glad at the end of the day that everyone had a good time. Um, and then um, Drew Sedora, the new the new housewife, she kind of teased on what went down at the bachelor party, and she said, "We just had a great time, and we just really genuine, authentic fun." Um, I went to sleep, I was knocked out, I have three kids, so I was definitely happy to have uninterrupted sleep. So, um, it's going to be interesting. I'll be watching though, I'll be eating my popcorn right along with you guys. Um, She also added and said, it was a complete surprise. Um, Cynthia was so in shock, like, wait a minute, what? I mean, Candy does the dungeon tour, so she brought that to the vacation, which I thought was epic. It was a great time, we really, really just had a ball. So that's all that was said by them. I, obviously, they're trying to keep it kind of closed doors only because it hasn't aired yet. So they want to, um, you know, the house, one of the Housewives rules is they can't really discuss upcoming drama too far in depth. Because to a certain point, we have to be kind of surprised. Otherwise, we just wouldn't watch the show. Um, I can say, all I could say is I think this whole bachelorette party thing is a game changer for Atlanta. I think it's going to ruffle some feathers, um, definitely ruin some friendships. So, um I mean, we're here for it. All we can do is watch, sit back, watch, and enjoy. (laughs) Uh, Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Not a whole lot going on in the Housewives world. I just found a couple things which I shared with you guys. Um, And I'm going to keep digging, keep finding more articles for next week. Um, Hopefully, we can do another After Hour Tea. Um, But until then, everybody, um, stay safe. And I hope you enjoy your weekend. Bye.